I have made a decision. Okay, go on. This Thursday at 2.26 p.m. precisely. Okay. I am going to go crazy. Okay, I mean... Already off the bat, you're being oddly specific. Yeah. So, so the, the nature of crazy is to be oddly, oddly specific. So you're nailing it. Well, here is the deal is that now that we've got involved in this thing where um, for the first time in my life, I'm actually invested in something, which is the show and all the tentacles that have branched out. You have a kid, Ryan. I, I, he doesn't listen to the show. So I can be honest. I could just let it fly, Tyler. You know what I mean? We have nothing in common, that kid in me. He doesn't listen to the show. Where As, else do I go from there? Aside from DNA, a name, and our farts smell the same, we have nothing in common. Parents know what I'm talking about. Now, I have always had a fascination with people who are crazy, like in some weird way. I'm dead serious. I agree with you. In some weird way, there's a, and I'm not talking about the serial killers here. I, I mean, like Elvis, I mean, like the Beatles, I mean, like people who are actually going crazy in a lot of circumstances. It feels like the people who have to deal with them are suffering more than the person themselves. Kanye West comes to mind. He as, seems to be suffering a lot as a, as a current, as a, a current uh, yes. a story that you could talk about. We were watching this guy lose his mind and we are all just cheering him on. But but he doesn't seem to be enjoying it, though. No, he doesn't. I'm not. talking about the type of people who go crazy almost in a, you know, in the notebook kind of way. Didn't didn't that old bitch look like she was enjoying herself? I don't remember how the how the movie ends. Wasn't it something about not being able to remember shit? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was my biopic. It obviously, uh, that whole experience really stood with her. She forgot everything by the end of her Honestly, life. Honestly, there's a how lot How lazy of, can you be, lady? If, if I don't mean enough to you, then just say it. Yeah. I, I, I won't have to come to this. Be I mean, it was a beautiful place. Beautiful place. But- Here's the deal, Tyler. I don't want to lose all my memories there. I have been stuck on this thing for a while, and you know that because we live in the Menendez mansion together. We're mm. already crazy. Like, in a way, undisputably, humans are already crazy. Well, I think what you're discussing, especially with Elvis and with the Beatles, you're seeing uh, mental health issues but then somebody pours kerosene on it. Sure. Because you're putting them in the spotlight. I mean, especially when you're talking about those two, uh, that group and that guy, they were at the Michael, very- Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan. You're at the, and, and he only became an asshole. Who did Michael Jordan fuck? <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, who didn't he actually? When you I mean, come on, yeah. bro. Uh, when, you, when you get to that tippy top uh, and you're getting told yes all the time, it's going to bleep you up. Dare we say the tippy whippy top, Tyler? The Beatles were at the tippy whippy top. Elvis yeah. was at the tippy whippy top. Yeah, but he wasn't the. Well, I guess nobody was the. Michael Beatles. Jackson, tippy whippy top. Not the Beatles. Macaulay Culkin, tippy whippy top of Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jackson's not Michael Jordan. I, I th please do not come after. He got, I was gonna say Macaulay Culkin <laughs> was over eighteen when Michael Jordan fucked him, and that's a fact. Put that. I don't want to get in. in, in that, was of, that, I was that, that was consensual. That was consensual. I was there. I was there. They call me tripod, Tyler. Why do they call you Tripod Tyler? they make me hold the camera <laughs> and they don't remember my name. That's weird. I keep telling them it's Tripod Ryan and they're like, you got it, TT. I could be a stand-in. Don't worry. What I'm talking about is this, and, and I've been stuck on this for a little while because I'm going through all these sort of weird circumstances. If you and I look at this, this teal color right here, I guess, which is one of our colors uh -huh. that we invented. Yeah. There's no proof of any otherwise to that. Mm -hmm. um, you and I are seeing a different 
version of that color. Uh, we assume that we are. Yeah, of course. I, I, I mean, we can't know for certain that right. you and I aren't saying seeing the same hue, but you're more than likely correct that we do not see the same color. Okay, but how about when when you have a, a conversation, which me happens all the time, where you're like, oh, that gray shirt, and somebody's like, it's a blue shirt. Yeah. And you're like, no, it is not. What are you talking about? Yeah. And then somebody else comes in, they're like, that's yellow. And you're like, dude, you're smoking crack. Humans can't hear the loudest sound on earth. You and I talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is the whales make it. It goes for miles and miles and miles underwater. Humans are not equipped to hear it. So there are all sorts of things that are beyond our, our, our perception. Mm -hmm. That's a fact, right? Absolutely. I mean, just the, the spectrum of light we can only see such a small portion of it. And there's so, there is so much happening around us right. at all times that we cannot see. That is invisible to us by mm -hmm. definition. Mm -hmm. And how many times, and maybe this is just me. I don't know. How many times are you in a social situation? Not very often. Where <laughs> Continue. Dude, your couch has been calling the whole time we've been doing this show. Tell that bitch to back off. I get my time with you too. <laughs> but how many times are you in a social situation and you find yourself, because this happens to me all the time. Mm. What would a normal human being do right now? Like, how do I wait for a bus? I don't know what to do Ab with absolutely. my hands. Yeah. And it just goes to show you that perception is a personal thing. Every, so people are, I, I feel like there's pressure on me to be sometimes this thing that I'm not supposed to be. And, and it, it's enough to drive you crazy agreed my name is lord schmoopy and my name is hitler you heard it here first and we are the skies you hate i don't want to be hitler Welcome to the show that thinks that sluts should be renamed organ donors or or community chess, Tyler. You can kind of pick whichever one you like there. Community chess is is uh, is uh, luxurious almost. I've been using that one since I was a little kid. I figured that out when I was like six. To my left, my co-host who's always buttery loose, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? Buttered up, I'll tell you that much. Buttery loose. <laughs> Buttery loose, Tyler. Uh, I'm doing all right, man. How you doing? I'm actually doing really, really well. You doing something new with your hair? Uh, you know what? I'm actually letting it grow out. I'm trying to become who I actually am. So okay. I'm letting my roots grow in. I am going to be the person that God or Satan, depending upon who you ask, intended me to be. On today's show. Worried about where we're going to wind up. I spread the news of Howard Hughes. <laughs> and later on today's show, we're going to talk about the darker side of nature. Whoa, black holes, bitches. You, I, I can't help but notice that yours didn't rhyme. I, I didn't know we were doing that. What's up with that, Tyler? I mean, I didn't get the memo. Why don't you put an effort ever, Tyler? Read my mind. A good relationship is based on the other person being able to suit your needs without you asking, Tyler. That's ridiculous. Are you kidding me right now? That's ridiculous. Man. Was just thinking. Yeah, hey, the, the idea of a successful relationship is you being proactive in my needs. What are you, insane? I want somebody to just understand me, even though I don't understand myself, <laughs> Tyler. Tyler, you are not going to believe this, okay? All right. You are, now, this is going to sound like a thing that I'm doing for the entirety of the show, like some sort of wacky game. Mm -hmm. And we don't do that here. But it's not. <laughs> no, I do. I do do that. Uh -huh. I do do that all the time. But this one 
is not a deal. I'm not doing a deal here, Tyler. Wow, you're really setting it up. Through the unbridled success of our podcast, our YouTube, and our Grinder account, we have been contacted by a major company, Tyler, to do some work for them. Whoa. It's, it's an exciting time. You, Wait, you, what kind of work? Like community chess kind of work or? Oh, no, no. Oh. We, we could do that on our on our own with our, you know, uh, you know, back pages. We could take care of all that. I, I was going to say, my daddy wouldn't like that. After, he, he doesn't want me going working for other people. <laughs> you think he would take the leash off of you when you came in here for the show. <laughs> he's, he's so close to the glass. It's very disconcerting. Tyler, have you ever heard of the Disney company? Uh, once or twice, yeah. I have been contacted by the Disney company to put some of our those guys you hate stank on it, Tyler. So one of the most successful entertainment companies in the entire world. They're doing okay, depending re- upon who you ask. Reached out, reached out to you to put some of our flavor on their multi-billion dollar products. What is it that Disney is great at? What is it that they've been great at for 50 years, Tyler? Imagination. Brainwashing. What are they also great at, Tyler? Uh, recognizing up and coming talent. They see when, hey, listen, Marvel is becoming too big of a, com- a competitor. I'm going to get that shit. Mm. And, and here we find ourselves. That's a good point. You okay. know what I'm saying? All right. All right. I like how you just compared us to Marvel. Love it. You're the DC of podcasters, Tyler. Batman? Hell yeah. You're calendar man. <laughs> no, your calendar man. Tyler. I always forget what day it is. That'd be terrible of that. We'll talk about it in the Ides of March. Now they have seen some of the work that we've been doing, and what they've done is they've contacted me to see if we could spice up their dusty old catalog. Because what have they done recently? You know what I mean? Steamboat Willie, Aristocats is a little bit out of date. So I thought. What are the kids into nowadays, Tyler? I feel like my hair is going crazy. Am I okay? No, you're okay. okay. It, looks, it looks good. I Because looking young to me is very important, but I don't want it to be distracted. You are nailing it. Okay, thank you. Good. Now, what are kids into nowadays, Tyler? Um, drugs. First, okay, what? Yes. And, and once they're on said drugs, what do they want to listen to, Tyler? Rave music. Matt. Okay, I, I, we're going to start playing this game differently from now on. Mashups, Tyler. Ma- okay. Are you familiar with mashups, Tyler? I yes, I'm un- I'm familiar with the concept. See, I wasn't. I thought it was based upon the hit show that I loved growing up, but it turns out it's not, Tyler. It's when you take something familiar and another thing familiar, and you just you you you, you push it together whether it wants to go or not. Would you say you mash them up, and you hold it there until it begs you to stop? Okay. So. Are we still talking about ideas? What I'm going to do is I'm going to mash up my side hustle and my reggae hustle, and I'm going to do it here to see if everybody likes it or they don't like it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the plot of these movies that we have coming out, and I need you to try to give me the title of the movie. Let's see if you can figure some of these out. Ooh, I, I'm, I, I, I struggle with these kind of games, but I'm willing to try. Okay, and, and I know this sounds made up, but I assure you that it is not. This is a completely real game I'm calling Disney mashups. Now, Tyler, let's start off easy, okay? Let's start off easy. And these are going to show up throughout the show. So just just loosen up your butthole and get comfortable. A woman escapes from a Chinese army to become an award-winning cabaret show dancer. Okay. What's the name of that mashup, Tyler? Um, we got a, We got a, a woman escaping from the Chinese army. She goes into a, a life of dance and song. What she's sought after being such so strictly brought up in her in a regime like life. 
Uh, Moulin Rouge, Tyler. Oh, I had Moulin the Moulin Rouge. Oh, Just to give good. you a taste of how it works, okay? That's good. How it works. That's now, good. I'm going to give you another one, and we got to move on because we got a lot of show to get to here, but I need to get these off of my chest, okay? Now, I'm pitching this idea. It's like an Instagram model, okay? But it, like many Instagram models, she gets way too intimate with, with her, with the people that she's connecting with. A little bit too personal. When she films herself buying Monistat, Tyler, what is the name <laughs> of this movie that's coming out in 2022, Tyler? I, I have no idea what Monistat is. Beauty and the Yeast, Tyler. Beauty and the Yeast. It may go directly to Disney+. Plus. Fingers crossed that we could get it into the theaters. Everybody get well soon. That sounds like a movie they put straight to VHS, <laughs> and they's not even making VHSs anymore. <laughs> sounds like something you find on Cinemax at about 2.30 on Saturday morning while your parents are asleep. Rule 34, Ryan. Let's do Depression Index. Now, Tyler, what the Depression Index is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly, and you and I crank it up to let people know how down we are. Tyler, how you doing this week, buddy? Uh, it's been up and down. I've, uh, you know, things are starting to open up again because, you know, screw COVID and people can die. Yeah. And I actually went out last night, you know, I'm, uh -huh. I'm where'd you go? We went to, uh, the Doral place over here. It's a, 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 a center of just bars and like an outdoor, like court where exactly. with a circle in the middle and you can just walk around it's and pretty, hit up all the different places. It's pretty awesome. So much fun. And, and Miami is filled with beautiful, physically beautiful people. And they go out showing off that physical beauty. Why did you specify only physical, Tyler? Because most people have gross insides. It's just the outside that's and, nice. And believe me, we've seen them. Yes, yes, whether they want us to or not. So how are you feeling uh, on on the other side of that? It's nice to go out and, 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 and you know, and enjoy company. I uh, feel like you're about to give a, a something counter, the counter side of that. Uh, I realize that I'm still looking to others to make me feel a certain way Absolutely. that only I can make myself feel that way. But You're I'm talking about masturbation time. I'm also, I mean, of course, I uh -huh. didn't think, thank you for the tact, Ryan. Sure, sure. Um, and then he gives a thumbs up. Uh, I, <laughs> this guy! I, you know what? I'm just going to move on. I am at a oh, two, three, Oy. four, three. Wow. I'm at a seven. Hello. Well, the awareness is a good sign, isn't it? Like, does that make you feel a little bit better? Very much. It's a it's a double-edged sword because it's 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 cutting through my depression and it's attacking and I'm getting getting it done. But at the same time, I'm also getting all kinds of paper cuts on my hands and sure. it hurts. It stings. But that's you stored it with pain, so you gotta go through pain to get rid of it. Tyler! You sound like an idiot. Paying it up before I even get to my thing, Tyler! I have been told by certain people that, especially around this part, I can come off as disingenuous, Tyler. Are you familiar with what disingenuous means? Uh, no. Not genuine. Not genuine. <laughs> and what I say to all those haters out there, I totally get it, dude. I totally get it. I always come on here with some sort of uplifting thing that I read in a book for some super spiritual experience that I've had recently. Spiritualism is not real, right? Agreed. And speaking of which, I am right now in the middle of an Alan Watts book called You're It, and it is a series of lectures from... 
See, see this is what I'm talking about. Lectures. This is, I, can't, I can't help it, Tyler. Excuse but. me, professor. I didn't realize we were at the university. <laughs> it's one of those heavy leather books. <laughs> I have to have a spotter while reading it. Have to wash your hands after turning each page. It is worth <laughs> the trouble. I will tell you that, you ignoramus. But I would like to tell everybody this, and perhaps you can back me up. And I truly mean this. I am not doing this for the show. The reason that I speak this way is not because I'm better than you. I think the reason that I speak this way is because I am worse than 99% of the people who are listening to me. Mm. I have been through hell and back, and I'm not talking about, oh, I have all these scars, so look how I still suffer with this stuff. But instead of looking at it the way that I did for 35 years of my life, I am now saying, hey, these are my problems. Look at them. Here they are. I'm living with them, and I'm going to stay positive. Like my kids, bro. I'm just treating them kids? all. You have more than one kid? Let's talk about that on next week's Depression Index. Uh, <laughs> I, where I will be at a nine. So, no, I mean, I, the, some of my experiences are from being a degenerate and from being filled with shame and from making the wrong decisions at the wrong times. And that's how I ended up here because I've tried everything else out. I'm not better than you. I am way worse. Well, and I think pain is all about perspective or per perception. Like we talk about, like we talked about earlier. You sound crazy. It's, 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 it's what is painful to one person. Another person would find to be pure ecstasy. Pain is all about perspective. Like a glass tube in your pee hole. It depends upon whose pee hole it is and who's shattering it. That's exactly right. And who's shatting on it. It's a spiritual pee hole shatting. Tyler. For, for those out there, it's something that we talk about in the family all the time. Actually, that's worrisome. Uh, they like literally to, all the all time. All the time. We, we about, uh, was it World War II where they would torture prisoners by putting glass tubes in their urethra? That's your pee hole kids. And then they would shatter it. That's a, that's true. That's a true thing. Don't let history repeat itself. All Tyler. the rage. <laughs> there is a vast difference between then and now. Tyler, what should I do with my 2020 planner? Um, plan stuff. That's an observational joke, Tyler, mm. because there's nothing going on. Mm. So it's you could plan like uh, around your daily menial activities. <laughs> Sit on bidet <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> Then after poop, Tyler, I have been making, this is a real deal. This is a real deal. Enough playing around. I don't have a 2020 planner. I want to come clean. I don't have a 2020 planner. I just be a wacky. I've been making chicken and veggies in the morning. You know, that food that I eat all the time mm -hmm. while I'm making my coffee, because I find that if I have that food waiting for me, for everybody who doesn't know, I make up a big giant vat of chicken and veggies once a week and then eat it over time period. Okay? He's one of those guys. I'm one of those guys. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just got a lift on my scrotum because I'm worried about aging. A lift on your scrotum, you say? <laughs> we could cut that. I, I didn't get it, and I'm the one who made the joke. But write that down. We'll cut that. Now, I'm asking a dead ass. I, I'm almost treating. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm picturing it like, oh, man, I got my, my, my balls lifted, and it is just taking off 10 years. Take it off 10 years. Well, I was going to do it, but I went to the doctor, and he just held it up. He's like, do you want it like this or like this? And I'm like, I don't think I could go through with this. This is ridiculous. You're my orthodontist. So we're just going to make an incision here. <laughs> I was looking to have a little length put on. Is that possible? <laughs> so I've been making it and then I've been eating it throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there are times where like I'm making it maybe at like seven in the morning and there are times that it's reaching until like four o'clock. Is that bad that, that it's sitting like out and I'm eating it over that time? 
Uh, no, but you keep it in a Tupperware container, right? Like you, no, you I seal pour, it. I, I pour it out on the desk, Tyler, and I just come by and scrape it up like I cocaine. I think there's a difference. You're saying you leave it out all day and then you eat it. But that I'm sounds saying, gross. I'm saying not refrigerated. Yes, I do have a, a I, do, I do keep it in a Tupperware. Perhaps that's a good information. And I close it up when I'm not eating it. Mm. But is chicken okay seven hours later at room temperature? I mean, it should be. I mean, you've been eating it like that for a while. But right? my stomach is upset and I don't know if I'm just pro projecting it or not. And not I, yet. I've just <laughs> Tyler with his rare funny joke. I'm such a downer. The moment that I get I'm that, that I make you laugh, you you I'm you you attack me for making you laugh. You know what it is? I can be the only funny person in this room. I think I have botulism and I've just been lashing out at people, Tyler. My farts have been orange. Let's do week in review. <laughs> You know, as far as comfort, perhaps this wig was not a grand idea, Tyler. Mm. Last week on the show, I talked about the woman in Vietnam reselling condoms. Did I drop cliches as though it were my job? See, absolutely. Ah. I reported exclusively, you only got it in, and to let everybody in who didn't listen last week, what the F are you doing with your life? You're a degenerate and an orphan and nobody wants you. Except us. We're the only ones who will love you once you listen to the last episode and subscribe to everything. Now, if you're going to kill yourself, no, I'm just kidding. Now, what was happening is uh, the Vietnam police, which I've looked up, are called the Vietnam police, broke into a warehouse. They are not called the Vietnam police. I'm pretty sure that's what those symbols mean, Tyler. And what people have been doing is collecting used condoms, rewashing them, boiling them, hopefully for a little while, and then drying them and then repackaging, putting them, them on wooden schlongs. And then, what, what would a wooden schlong be called? Uh, a wildo? A <laughs> Tyler! <laughs> Tyler! Yeah, your first ever high five! Hey! A wildo! Ding, 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 ding! If something unseats wildo for the name of the show, I will be struck dead! <laughs> By a, a bolt of lightning inside this house, Tyler. Wildo. I mean, honestly, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> I want to shut the podcast off right now and just leave. Thank you very much, everybody. Going out on top again. Walk off Grand Slam. <laughs> so they were drying the condoms out on a wooden uh, uh, wildo oh. and then re-rolling them. Okay. Now, a woman was caught and she told the Vietnam police everything. Okay. Uh -huh. I said that not only did she spill the beans... She also gave up the goods. Okay, now, if you're in charge of that warehouse, would you rather somebody spill the beans on you or give up the goods? Because I sounded like an idiot. I just want to make sure which one is worse. I would rather they spill the beans oh, because wow. then may maybe you go can on. keep some in inventory. You know, you yeah, everybody makes mistakes. You clean it up. You're good to go. If they're, if they're running you dry of all your stuff, then you, you have no product. You can't get back on your feet. Workplace accidents happen Tyler, all the time. Tyler, with the analytical breakdown that I was not, has not done this since, since he told me Prince Jarring did not rape because he is the law. Tyler, just blowing my mind. True. Now, if you spilled the beans, it stands to reason that there could still be some beans left in there. Absolutely. You could scrape the bottom of the can. Now, okay. Feed yourself. Now, if you give up the goods, you no longer have goods. Now, that is brilliant. Workplace problem, what if somebody slips on said beans? We don't know if they're cooked. We don't know if the beans are cooked. Yeah, I mean, it's a risk you are going to run for sure. However, you sound like you work in a pretty dangerous place already. So when you get rid of the beans, get rid of the guy who slipped and fell. Just, you know, toss him out with the trash. And he left with a black eyed pea. 
Ryan, yeah. last week, I don't know why, I brought up, we were talking about Colin Cowherd. Oh, yeah. And I brought up his beard. Sports Bill Maher, Tyler. <laughs> That's actually pretty accurate. If um, this does not come in a yes or no question, I'm going to punch you in the face. Did I look up Colin Cowherd's beard to show you? Absolutely. Yeah, you know what? Now I don't want to show you. <laughs> uh, dude, I, wait, before you show me, I need to tell you that I wanted to see it. And I thought, if Tyler does not show me this damn beard on the next show, I wait two weeks to see this damn beard. I'm going to punch him again. I, I think it's worth it. This is it. Colin Cowherd's beard. I don't even know what Colin Cowherd. Oh, that's not a beard. That's scruff, dude. That's not a beard. I, I, wait, I think wait, it wait. looks great. Can I see it? Um, I think that's a beard. I got to tell you. I mean, it's gray. I mean, he's an older man. It's He's got the salt and pepper going. It looks great. Low-key, good-looking man. Absolutely. Low key, he does, when you said beard, I thought you meant he was growing Oh, no, 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 no. It's, he, it's just he, above a five o'clock shadow, but I think he looks spectacular. I think he looks great. I, that's your that's your style right there? The gilf? The dilf? Uh, no, I'd make a special, uh, special request make, for him, though. You'd make a special trip? Mm-hmm. Tyler, on session 37, you and I discussed solitary confinement, a, a, a subject I'm very interested in. Yeah, yeah, I truly am. Did I discover that it's uh, an absolute cakewalk and I don't know what these pussies are whining about? I hope not. Now, Tyler, I realized while researching this that we, we've talked about this before. We've come back, much like the glass tube in the pee hole, We've traveled this this tube before. We have. We have. We have gone down this long, jagged road before. That is exactly right, because mm -hmm. it is it is something that fascinates me. And it feeds into uh, what we were talking about earlier. Perhaps you'll pick up on it. Man, this is so annoying. <laughs> it's slowly taking over South Dakota, Tyler. Um, there are all sorts of interesting statistics out there on solitary confinement, not the least of which that you are more likely to die once being released from prison than you are if you've been in solitary confinement than if you had never spent time there. Your 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 likelihood of dying goes up six percent of dying immediate like you know soon after being released from prison. Did they explain why? Uh you're just so unfamiliar with society at that point? I or? I it changes you physiologically. Yeah. It truly does. Solitary confinement decreases the size of the hippocampus, okay? Now, that is not where semi-aquatic mammals go to college. That is actually a part of your brain, Tyler. Better than Wildo? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> your hippocampus, which everybody's heard, just so you know, is the region of your brain that is related to learning, memory, and spatial awareness. Oh. What is spatial awareness? Just being, being, being aware of your surroundings. Okay, so that decreases. Yeah. Okay, what increases is your amygdala okay another word that we hear all the time but is, what is that, that is does that control fear it is it, it is the part of your brain that mediates fear and anxiety hey which think about this are symptoms that are that you deal with very much in solitary confinement mm -hmm. so your brain changes to adapt to the situation of course bro if i'm going to argue that there is no such thing as reality. The fact that you can change your brain by putting yourself in certain situations. What the F are we talking about here, bro? Uh, that solitary confinement should be outlawed? I'm made out of stardust, Tyler. Yes, you are. We all are. Um, Except for you in the back. You're something else. I don't like you. Go human away. Human shit. Studies on mice have shown that one month of social isolation causes a decrease of 20% of their neurons in their brain. 
That does not sound good. They're information messengers, Tyler. It just ruins your brain. Life's not real. Ryan. Yeah. Last week we discussed Paris Hilton. Heard of her. And I asked how much money she inherited because we were talking about how uh, how everything happened with her grandfather and the inheritance. So that was all true, right? It was all true. Oh, thank God. Which he obviously knew going into it. Um, well, she- listen, you can find so many different things on the internet and you think they're right. That's fair. And, and you could be totally wrong. Should we, uh, should we feel bad for her? Now I have here, uh, there's a lot, actually a lot of information that goes into it, but Baron Hilton is the grandfather with the inheritance. No, doesn't he run that celebrity gossip site? It's a funny joke. Continue. Take my word for it. The grandfather is obviously the one with the, all the money. Uh-huh. And he was going to leave uh, $4.5 billion to uh, however many people it was. It was like eight people. Okay. It was or, ex- her- excuse me, 24 family members. They were each going to wow. get $181 million when he died. $181 million. Between them, they were going to split it evenly, and they were each going to get $181 million. Wow. He donated 97% of his fortune and they uh, wound up with 5.6 million each, which is a much less number. Obviously, what am I going to do with 5.6 million, bro? Uh, obviously. However, how many Starbucks does that get me? However, it gets you like a couple coffees at Why? Starbucks. How, how can you do this? Uh, her net worth is, is already $300 million because of the DJing thing. Uh, because of the porn videos and just being famous just for being famous. Yeah, well, she is a successful DJ, is she not? Uh, I know she DJed for a little bit. I don't know if she was successful. We can review. We can review. The rare we can review in the we can review. Yeah, that's actually a lot less rare than you'd actually think. And uh, and as a matter of fact, just to say that uh, the, the grandfather of this grandfather, or excuse me, his father. Sasha Baron Hilton. His father, the grandfather's father, Paris Hilton's great grandfather. I understand how families work, Tyler. No, you don't. You're I don't. bad at leaning. Don't. Who is my cousin? Who's my niece? I don't know. Um, he, uh, he donated ninety-seven percent of his fortune back in like nineteen seventy, just out of the goodness of his heart. And now the grandfather wasn't going to do that, and he's like, "Bro, fuck my family. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you guys pennies." Propagating what he doesn't want by 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 putting money into this thing that he doesn't like. And I think it's so, I guess it's just a sign of the times, maybe a sign of mankind that we hear so much about Paris Hilton or people like Paris Hilton. Kim Kardashian, all that stuff. And you don't hear anything about the guy who put up $297 million to feed people in Africa. Yeah. F you, humans. Guy who donated to Africa? F you, Africa. <laughs> Whoa. Tyler. <laughs> Jeez. Ben Golly. Last week, ah, you said, man, yeah. we are, I mean, Tyler, we are, we are like Woo. the Golden State Warriors a la three years ago. You should probably right stop listening at this point because oh, it's not getting any better. Shit. Last week, you said that certain regions eat dog and cat in the Asian world. Did I attack you as I have been programmed to? Yes, you did. Absolutely. This is my third one, too. Okay, read yours. <laughs> Mine, I, I, it was uh, Ryan last week. I said that in certain parts of Asia, they do, in fact, eat wild animals. Uh-huh. You immediately rose up and asked loudly if that's actually true or if I'm just spreading misinformation. Fallacies, I say. Did I look up the answer to shut up your big, stupid face? Hey, 
No, no, you turn that off. Uh, my face is still open. I, uh, technicality, and Tyler. It's still stupid. Loophole. I'm still talking. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I was totally wrong. Totally I, wrong. I, I, you know, it's that liberal media has programmed me to think that everybody loves dogs and cats. You said wild animals. Everybody eats wild animals. I'm talking about our friendly well, I, oh, I domesticated ex animals. Exotic animals, too. And they had to close down the wet markets because that's where they believe the coronavirus originated. Is that true, though? For the bat thing? No, no, they they believe that it actually, I mean, this is what I read. Who knows what's true? Uh, facts uh, aren't real, Tyler. Uh, sure. Um, that it started with a a. a Pangolin. I hope I'm saying that right. The type of anteater that has the the armored scales it's like on the an outside. Armadillo anteater. Yep. Yep. A Pokemon if there ever were one. Absolutely. Yeah. And they so and, cute and uh, adorable. So cute. They uh they're they're hunted crazy amount. Uh, they're they're hunted almost to the point of extinction because not only do people eat them over there, but they also believe that it's good for like your wiener medicinal blah blah blah. blah. For your wiener, yeah. right? Like I, like a rhino horn. Sure. Sure. I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm Ryan Osiris. I know how these things work. That is we can review. Yeah, so they do. They eat cats and dogs. And uh, dude, I, you know what? It's not a stereotype. Feel free to yell it at any Asian person that you see today. I, it's <laughs> it's real. Well, I, you know, put I'm, your head out your car window. No context. Just be like. Whatever. I don't want to say what to say. Hey, Asian, you know no, what you let's, did. Let's, let's not let's not tell him specifically what to All say. All I was going to say is you know what you did. All I right. mean, it was, you know. All right. It's, just, it's, it's okay. I'm worried. You know we can edit this, right? You don't need to stop me in the middle <laughs> of, a, of a... I don't want that bad juju out there, Tyler. Um, Someone's going to hack the camera, get our information. I don't... Listen, listen. It's, it's an unprecedented time. Though. Very the fabbing. Murkining. More like the, oh, no, thank you. The murky, murky times at best. Yeah, I guess. Now, Tyler, we are living, speaking of unprecedented times, look at that segue, professional, until you talk about it. We are living in an unprecedented time right now where I think more than ever, technology begets technology. Tyler, you ever heard of technology? Um, Maybe. Yeah, I, uh, technology, just like you said, it is, uh, what's that word I'm looking for, where it's not um, singular, it's not on a, it's not level. A bell curve, Tyler. <laughs> sure. It's, uh, go ahead. I'm going to think of it. The fappening. <laughs> um, I'm about to give you a wild stat. Okay. A wild stat. All right. I, I like to under promise and then still somehow under deliver, but I'm thinking I'm going to rock you here. Are we talking about your penis? That I'm so very ashamed of, Tyler. But not this new person. I am now a person who is very proud of his weird penis. This is a guy who describes himself as a Heat fan way too much while also talking about his penis constantly. My mom says it's okay. 90% of the world's data has been generated in the last two years alone. Oh, for sure. That's fucking crazy, dude. For, for sure. What? That, I didn't I didn't even know how to, to how to digest that information yeah yeah it's it's when you when you talk about if you were to look at a graph of the number of web pages between uh like 2000 and two, just 2005 the explosion is insane yeah what we've done with technology over the last 10 years i mean it's it's uh, unbelievable 90 percent of the world's data has been has been made in the last two years how much of that is 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 porn uh, I would say like 89.5%. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And yeah. I think we really need to get those numbers up, Tyler. The other 0.5% you know is just technology that goes into making porn more accessible. I understand. I, that's, I understand. Now, 2.5 quintillion bytes of data. Wait, that sounds like a lot, Tyler. It's a big number. Created each day. And that each pays. Each day? Each day, Tyler. Jesus. And that pace is only accelerating. Now, I don't like that. I am as if, um, 
I'm like if the Unabomber had a baby with the pacifist. Always I, back to the Unabomber. He had some decent points. The pacifist? You mean the Vin Diesel? Oh, that was the pacifier. I'm Never thinking mind. of Triple X, Tyler. <laughs> no, but but um, he had some decent points. Also, part of uh, MK Ultra. MK Ultra. MK yeah, Ultra. Yeah. So he knows about what's happening. Friends with, as you like to call him, Charlie Manson. You talking about Chuck? <laughs> Tyler, Ow. have you seen the new... This is all leading to this. Have you seen the new paper towel technology that we have in this house? Oh my right God. Now, Tyler. Oh, it is amazing. We are living in the mother bleeping oh, future, Tyler. I saw this. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. You used to, your, your parents' paper towels used to come off like this. It was a, like a size of a newspaper. Mm -hmm. Okay. What am I supposed mm -hmm. to do with this thing? It was a perfect square yes. of a, new, of a, of a, paper towel and then they came up with halvesies they mm -hmm. came up with split it down the middle which is brilliant how often do you need more than that paper towel you don't need the full giant square take half if you come to my house and you rip off a full paper towel if you only need half of it you have been judged and you will not be invited back at any time where a spill may occur tyler <laughs> which around me is just any time now tyler and i have purchased some Paper towels that, do you want to tell them, Tyler? I would love to. Please, give, give them the good news, brother. It's a paper towel. They have not only cut it in half, they've cut it into quarters. You can rip the half of a paper towel into half, which then translates into a quarter towel, Tyler. I, I mean, nano, nanotechnology, traveling to Mars. It's incredible. None of it compares to this. I know what Neil Armstrong feels like at this moment in my life. You only have one ball? He, that's Lance Armstrong, Tyler. <laughs> that's Lance Armstrong. You don't know that the other Armstrong doesn't have one ball. He would not fare well on the moon in that spandex. I, don't know I will that. tell you that right now. I don't know if that's true. Here's the problem with the quarter towel, Tyler. Now, the problem with technology is the moment that you come up with a solution, you're then going to have problems with the solution. To get the quarter towel, you have to rip off the whole half paper towel. That's confusing. To get to the quarter towel, you have to rip off the half paper towel correct which then leaves the freestanding quarter paper towel which is a problem it is absolutely a problem because a freestanding paper towel is always untrustworthy do you agree absolutely even if you're the one who left it it just doesn't sit right with i me. agree with you yeah, Tyler. it's not that i don't think it can't do its job no judgment it's just you ugly, man. It's like you you it's like your final wedding night and you've stayed true your whole life. You take that that, that paper towel to your honeymoon suite and you, you get in there and there's no hymen, Tyler. This paper towel has been used, abused, and put back wet, Tyler. The, the moment that it touches anything moist, it, it falls apart at the seams. Sometimes I will put it up on top of the actual paper towels, but we all know what's happened here. I mean, the whole we relationship is based on lies at that point. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. I wouldn't even put it on my Wildo. Now, Tyler, <laughs> I do like that you painted the racing stripes on it, though. That is pretty fucking cool. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> I get it up to speeds where it just becomes a blur. The splinters have been an issue. <laughs> I will tell you, the splinters have been a real issue. Real pain in my ass, Tyler. I need a break. I feel like I've been talking for about six years. But before we get out of here, can I give you a couple more of these Disney mashups, Tyler? As long as you keep brushing your hair while you do it. <laughs> I'm like Justin Bieber now. <laughs> Slightly awkward, sweaty with a bad beard. Slightly awkward. He looks like a trucker. It, you know, it, it just goes to show you, and you see this all the time on sitcoms, especially when I was growing up, and this is going to be such a, a, a niche reference. There used to be an old show on TGIF. Thank goodness it's Friday. A 
a show called Step by Step. Okay. And it was a modern Brady Bunch where you had a dad with a bunch of kids and a mom with a bunch of kids. I believe they played on the same, uh, on the same, they, they each had three and three. They used the same formula. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yep. Yeah. Well, comedy comes in threes, right? And instead of, of Alice the maid, they had Cody, the surfer cousin who lived in a van out in the yard. Okay. That's kind of interesting. Code man. I believe he ended up getting a, accused of some sort of sexual crime. Mm. We can review. Uh, yeah, I don't know that to be true, so don't come after I us. was going to say, I, I hope that's true, just so you're not called out. We know what you did, Code Man. Now, uh, so they picked a bunch of kids, and like two or three of them grew into the really cute kids, grew into real, and I hate saying this, but it's just a fact, real gargoyles, Tyler. <laughs> you mean just their physical appearance? They, they grew into what you didn't expect was going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speaking they of gargoyles, Tyler... That was a cartoon on Disney Channel. <laughs> a good uh, cartoon. Not really. A they, little boring, a little slow for my, they, my um, taste. They, are you kids with your ADD and you're unable to pay attention I to anything? I was freebasing Pokemon with my seizures, Tyler. Mm. Now, getting back into Disney, another incredible segue. Sure, I don't have Wildo, but my segues are off the, the charts, Tyler. I have been pitching this movie that I really believe in. Okay, now it's the untold true story of the Green Bay star in his famous bout with drugs. What's the name of that movie, Tyler? I have no idea. Who tamed Roger's habit, Tyler? And it's coming out 2023. Lock it into your TiVo. That sounds really depressing. I can't believe he got us to sit down and talk about it. It was incredible. Really depressing. Who tamed Roger's habit, Tyler? Tyler. I have this idea for a movie, okay? Hear me out. Okay. Group of friends, okay? And, and it kind of plays off of the the, the 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 positive reviews of Stranger Things. Have you heard of it? I have. The, I have. the darker, the more Excellent evil. show. Disney really wants to dip their toe in that. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So, a group of friends buy a Ouija board with the sole purpose of contacting the spirit of Gumby's long-dead partner, Tyler. Are you familiar with Gumby? Man, we are getting further and further out there to put these, <laughs> these things together. These are niche, Tyler. These are niche. Do you know Gumby? I used to watch Gumby as a kid. Yeah, that was back in the day when we really didn't know what entertainment was. The name <laughs> of the movie is Pokehontas. <laughs> I'm upset at myself for laughing. Let's go. I mean, honestly, you're just making me feel like these things are money, and I really want to go forward. Tyler, let's go take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about whatever the hell is happening right now. So I had a really good time with you tonight. I had a really good time with you too. Yeah, you want to take this party upstairs and, you know. And what? I don't know. You can come inside if you'd like. Your house? I mean, I'm sure you could use your imagination. Do you, do you have anything to drink in there? I mean. I see a tall glass of water right in front of me. <laughs> uh, yes, I actually would like to come inside. <laughs> Tiger King, come and pet this kitty. Wow. Wait a minute. Have you ever been caught between a rock and you're not hard at her place? You gotta try Instirection. Are you tired of those powders and potions to keep your wiener hard? Are you not keeping your soldier at full attention these days? You should feel shame and embarrassment but not anymore. With our brand new patented technology, 
You can stay as hard as you want for as long as you want, but only one time. With our new innovative design using pieces from the sprinkler section of Home Depot, Instarection is a once-in-a-lifetime treatment. Thanks, Instarection. Let's try this out. Wait, let's look at these directions here. Okay, so I slide this into... No! No! God, no! Wait, hold on! Are you okay, though? Just, just a minute! Oh, no! No! We did attempt clinical studies. No. It was a no. flop and nobody came. No. Insurrection. No. Go out with a bang. Side effects may include, but are not limited to, dry mouth, fatigue, sweaty palms, severe blisters and peeling skin, drop foot, pussy discharge, hangnails, shooting pain, explosive diarrhea, screaming urethra, limb expulsion, unusual urges for sex and gambling, gravy brain, loss of smell, and taste, and touch, DUI, calcinosis cutis, a shitload of schmegma, night terrors during the day, excessive swelling, of the taint, sudden death, and scurvy death. You know, I'm just gonna go to bed. I have a really early morning. Okay, thank you, Instarection! Those guys. Oh, yeah, you know, I was going to ask you, what days do the trash go out? Because I got to put those out. Uh, maybe not the right time for that. Mm. You hate. Sunday night and Wednesday night. Thank you. Those guys, you guys, 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 All right. You're creeping me out, Tyler. I am wearing my headphones. And we're back, Tyler. Sorry. We are so friggin' back on session 39, Tyler. Session 39. Can you believe it? Yeah. That's you, I mean, that's wild. Tyler. You and this episode are the same age. We I'm not 39, buddy. Mm, you look it. Buddy, you're welcome. You know what they say? I mean, since I've gone blonde, it's really just dried out my skin. <laughs> I washed out my features. Session 39, Tyler. Mm -hmm. In some parts of Afghanistan, the number 39 is believed to be cursed or a badge of shame. Any reason why? It is purportedly linked with prostitution. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? And I thought that's, I find so much of this stuff to be interesting. Well, it's it's interesting how these different things are are taken throughout the world. Exactly right, and how you know the middle finger means something here, and the middle finger means a, a compliment over there, and you know to my ex girlfriend it was a Friday night. But the deal is, I, I thought I love that some of these other parts of the world live so according to their spirituality that stuff like numbers have these meanings and stuff like that. And then I found out that. It's so the police can charge between two hundred and five hundred dollars to change a thirty-nine license plate. Mm. Wow, a, a far less majestic when you put it's, in. I mean, when you add in that last part, people are corrupt. People are corrupt, Tyler. It's just—is <laughs> that the lesson we should? Tax are coming in from everywhere, Tyler. <laughs> I think we've got our moral of the story. <laughs> now listen, can we just end it right now? We probably should because we're going super long. But we are. But you and I are just having fun. We're getting wacky. And before we move forward here, I want to bring back a segment that we haven't done. If you ask me, in way too long, Tyler. I hope you're ready for shameful emissions. Oh. Now, if you're new to the show, that's where we bring up this kick-ass jam 
And I tell you an observation that I have about living with Tyler in the Menendez Mansion. Tyler, are you ready to play? Sure. I want you to participate in this one because this is a good one, Tyler. I want to share with the audience. I always participate. It just always comes out as defensiveness. <laughs> That's my favorite way, Tyler. I want to talk to the audience about the very specific way that you wait for food to be delivered, Tyler. Can we, <laughs> can we talk with the audience about how yeah, and, yeah. and the challenges that have presented themselves recently in this situation? I don't appreciate it. Let's start, let's start from the I'm very beginning. I'm actually kind of glad. I'm let's glad I, I can get this off my chest. Tyler, it's cathartic. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this off our chest. Let's tell the people. Tell them how you wait for food, Tyler. You want me to tell it? I, I just, you're, All right, I'm more than happy to do yes. so whenever we order, you know, Postmates out a lot or whatever it is. And when they deliver to our to our door, I know, obviously, through the wonders of technology, mm -hmm. I know that they are outside. So mm -hmm. what I do is... is it, our, our The front, government is tracking you, Uber Eats delivery drivers. Our front, our front door, uh, it's it, there's a hallway leading to our front door. And so I wait in the hallway and look out through the peephole and stare at them as they go and drop my food off at the doorway. Peephole magazine, you say. Mm -hmm. So he will stand on the other side of the, sorry, you lost me for a second. That's I'm, okay. I'm concentrating. Uh, and he will stare through the peephole. And then when the person gets there, do you open the door and, and t take the food? I wait until they're at least 10 paces away from my door. Why? I treat it like a duel. Why? 10 paces before we turn around. Uh, I don't want human interaction. Huh. That kind. I don't I don't want that kind. So speaking of which You're so here to deliver my food. I don't want to have a conversation <laughs> about your kids' uh clarinet lesson. That's a weird conversations you get into with the Uber drivers, Tyler. Now some people have moved in next door and what's happened, Tyler? Well, first of all, the guy smokes cigarettes. Yuck. Okay. Second, big dumb dummy does it outside the front door, and you can see right into the hallway through a window that doesn't have any shades or blinds or anything. Because we are uh, provocateurs, Absolutely, Tyler. exhibitionists, yes. if you will. And and now, when he smokes a cigarette, the other day this happened, they were delivering food, and I went to go do my normal tradition it's of- a creep. Creep. It's stare, a creep. Stare outside our peephole, and the man was outside, our next door neighbor was outside his front door, yeah. facing towards me. Of wow. course, if he was facing the other way, he'd be looking at a wall. It would be very how strange. Dare, how dare he yeah. look in and creep on me while I am creeping on someone else? Yeah, that is unbelievable. Selfish. Be it, Selfish. It, it's rude. It's rude. And he should smoke in that house with his kids if he had any respect for society. Blow it into that baby's lungs, man. And, I mean, hey, hey, they, it only makes you stronger. And that is Tyler Menendez. Observations, Tyler. Thank you for getting involved. That's with the that very one. first one I've ever not only not felt shame about, I was actually able to release some anger on it. How dare that son of a bitch! You don't say. <laughs> uh, now, why don't you get involved again and why don't you give me your segment that I'm not familiar with what's going on? My favorite part of the show. Let's. What? When you shut up and I get to talk. I honestly, my, my, my chest feels like it's caving in. I, I, I talk too much, Tyler. <sighs> Ryan, yes, I am a proponent of science. So it goes without saying that I believe that the theory of evolution is fact. This is why God's not going to spare you, Tyler. <laughs> oh, oh, this is the reason why. <laughs> it's not because I'm gay. You disgust us. <laughs> us? Yeah. Hey, you just put yourself on the level of God. Jeez. Yeah, he lives in me. He lives in me. Weird brag. There's a lot of weird gay stuff if you read the Bible. As uh, yeah, of course. God's as always such, in you. 
As such, I think Mother Nature needs to be called out on her shit, Ryan. Okay. She thinks she's so high and mighty with her lush greenery, immense oceans, and sunsets so majestic they would make a grown man openly weep. Look at this bitch's weed field. <laughs> but, but what about the darker side of nature, Go Ryan? on. And no, I'm not talking about Pepe Le Pew sexually assaulting Penelope Pussycat again and again. That, that is so true. Sorry, guys. That's a joke for your parents. That is so true what you're saying. We've, we're going to discuss three separate categories of animals and why we need to start looking at Mother Nature as the sadistic killing machine she really is. Well, last week, I did a little thing on the the animals that we've decided through our own mercy not to eat. And what we found out on this episode is that we could be eating a lot more animals if we if we were interested, Tyler. Absolutely. Yeah. Dog. They used to eat dog back in the early years of, of America. And it was apparently delicious. I actually heard the meat was a little rough. Damn it. Yeah. It's a joke. First category, Ryan. Mm -hmm. Self-harm defense mechanisms. What the shit, nature? Now, when you say self-harm defense mechanisms, is that kind of like what you and I were talking about on the break, where if you keep an animal caged and if it starts exhibiting like uh, strange behavior, it could actually hurt itself? No. All right. I wish that's what we were talking about because that is better than what I'm about to describe to you. Okay. I'll listen to what you have and maybe I'll commandeer the, the, the thing and take it where I want. I to. wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> you can't. This, <laughs> <laughs> that's all you get. This info is straight from an article on mentalfloss.com, which we here at those guys you Love hate you. are big fans of. Consolidated information, mental floss. Go check them out. Well, but no, not, don't. not until after you're done listening to this. Please don't. I don't. I don't think they do a podcast. So I think we're safer right I, now. You won't need us anymore. Ryan, have you ever heard of the Texas horned lizard? I believe so. I believe so. I have you? I, I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong. It's like a like a plated gecko. Am I wrong about that? Uh, yeah, it's similar. It's a spiky lizard. Right, right. Have you ever been plated? I'm being serious. That's <laughs> pooping on. When somebody poops on you, that it's called plating. I didn't know that. Yep, now you do. Could have gone my entire life without ever knowing that. And been I'm better off for it. I'm like fine China, if you know what I'm talking about. I don't. Okay, let's get back on track. <laughs> I was just filling time while you were playing with your with, uh -huh. your, with your doohickey. Uh -huh. Ryan, uh -huh. these lizards, I find lizards to be kind of cute, as a matter of fact. These lizards are pretty adorable. That is, until he needs to defend himself. Wait a minute. You you find lizards to be cute, but you hate the way the turtles look? I fucking hate they're turtles. They're the same fucking thing, How dude. How dare you? They're the no, same thing. No, they're not. It's a, it's a it's a prepared lizard. That bitch is walking around with a with a shell, like all high and mighty with your armor. Oh, big deal. Turtles are dumb. Anyway. This guy has to defend himself. What does he do, Ryan? Does he does he lash out with its claws? Does he have some poison on the tip of its tongue that kills its aggressor? Um, Komodo dragon. Komodo dragon will bite you, and then what happens is that gets infected. Uh, it's a bacteria in their mouth. Uh, my guess is he puffs up. Does he puff up? Puff up. Uh, no. Puff up. No. He actually goes the other way, Ryan. Really? Yes, because this lizard, when he feels threatened, fires ah! blood out of its eye sockets. Tyler, get that away from me. <laughs> How crazy is that? I mean, it's nuts. That is the worst thing that I have seen in, 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 a, in a fortnight, Tyler. It shoots blood out of its eye socket. Can you take that off? <laughs> Said stream of blood can travel as far as five feet or one and a half meters. 
The blood is mixed with a foul tasting chemical that wards off predators. How about this? If the heat win tonight, we put that on Instagram with like, can you believe that heat win? <laughs> How about that? I love it. We're making a promise here today. <laughs> ah, that was terrible. That was terrible. It's really terrible. What right? happens to its eyes? Uh, nothing. Just like the tear ducts that we have, it can shoot uh, blood out. But of that it. looked like empty, empty holes. Yeah, I guess it moves to the side or something. Holy friggin' lord! And it can shoot up a third of it, all of its blood. Wow, that reminds me of uh, this woman that I've seen on the internet. Do you want to hear the runner-ups for this, Ryan? Please. That was disturbing, and I'm not doing a, a thing. I don't even have I don't even have photos for this because I, God. I, I didn't want to look this up. The hairy frog, aka the Wolverine frog, aka the horror frog. AKA handsome butterface. And the Spanish ribbed newt. Both of these amphibians break their own bones to use as weapons. Uh, God, you have my attention. The hairy frog will break its wrists and then the the reason why they call it the Wolverine frog, the bones will slide out of its skin and it will attack with the protruding bones. Uh, and, and so how does it break its bones? It just snaps. Ah. And the Spanish ribbed newt will shatter its own rib cage. There's a hairy frog. That's it. All right. Uh, the Spanish rib newt will break its own rib cage and attack you with spines out of its side. That is, and what was the name of that 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 Asian woman that Wolverine fought in the bad one? Oh, uh, she, I, I doesn't she that. exude spikes? No, that's just on her fingertips. Oh, uh, okay, all right. Ryan, before we move on to number two, I'd like to ask you, what's your IQ? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do, you, do you know why evolution didn't give us x-ray vision or telepathy or the ability to shoot lasers out of our eyes? Because look at what we do with the senses that we already have. That's We're actually it all for evil, Tyler. Great point. But okay. do you know why we didn't we, why we didn't get that from evolution? I think I just told you. Because we didn't need to. Okay. That's not the way evolution works. Evolution just needs to be better than the other trait. Well, it's it's almost kind of like we were just talking about with solitary confinement. You get put in that thing and your brain starts adapting to what you need in this particular circumstance right this moment. You only get what you need to survive, nothing more. Right. Which leads us to our next category, Ryan. Superpowers. Mother Nature, I know you can hear me. What the hell are you doing giving animals superpowers? And all the people with Asperger's. <laughs> Did you just shoot snot onto the microphone? Just onto my face. All right, good, good, good. Just making sure. The terrifying winner of this category goes to the pistol shrimp. That's funny how that whole thing transpired. This, thank you for pointing it out, uh -huh, Ryan. Uh -huh, uh -huh. This guy I've known about for a long time, and it is never not interesting to me. I will talk about this until I pass out. I believe that I'm familiar with this as well. I'm sure most probably, people- Probably from you. I'm sure most people have heard of this before. This shrimp, while small, is deadly. Admittedly, two other shrimp. No bigger than your finger, this shrimp's claw locks into place when primed. Think of a lobster claw. That little thumb area clicks into place. Okay. And then when its prey gets into range, it closes that claw so fast that it not only shoots out a bubble, a jet of a superheated water. Superheated. That's incredible. The temperature around the claw climbs to almost the same temperature as the surface of the sun. Stop it. That's not true. That is true. That's not true. True. It snaps that, it. That claw is going back in time. Tyler. So so quickly, it superheats the water. Actually, as a matter of fact, what happens is, is that it, oh, it creates a bubble. And then that bubble 
collapses on itself and that knocks out its prey. And it shoots it like a subsonic dart, right? Like a, like a bullet. Yeah, that's incredible. I've heard of that before. Before we move on, and I don't want to, I don't want to eschew you on your segment. This can't be real, can it? I, no, that looks like a drawing. Is that is that what I found is a a picture of a frog that has a hair not unlike John Lennon, a la nineteen sixty two. Oh, I was gonna go uh, like a woolly mammoth, Harry or, and or, the or Hendersons, Ch Chewbacca. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're gonna get to the bottom of this son of a bitch. I'll tell you that right now. So, what the hell are you playing at evolution? Why are you giving a shrimp? That kind of abilities. They need. I, I thought I read somewhere that that can like shatter glass. It's so. It's it's such a uh, high force. Once the shrimp, once the shrimp learn to combine their powers like a Caridian Captain Planet. Yeah. They're going to have the equivalent of Mega Man's Mega Buster, and we will be helpless as we are all systematically deshelled, squirted with lemon, and served with what I can only assume are an exquisite and varying range of delicious dipping sauces. To the shrimp that gets to eat this. Please dip me in butter. Now, but here's the deal. That does sound like an unenjoyable experience for you, but I'm sure that you probably wouldn't be upset about being deveined. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> would, you, would you like to hear two runner-ups for the superpower category, Ryan? Please. <laughs> Turritopsis Nutricula. Uh-huh. AKA the immortal jellyfish. Sure. Have you heard of this one before? Yeah, it never dies, right? The only thing in the known universe that is believed to be able to live forever, this jellyfish mates and then goes through a process in which it reverts to infancy. Wow. So it's unless killed by exterior uh, forces, yeah. it will live Go on forever. Perpetually. Very interesting. I like that one. And third place, we're going back to the shrimp. Okay. Mantis shrimp. Humans have three cone cells in their eyes, which are color receptors. Right. Red, green, blue. Those those are the three primary colors because that is what our eyes are able to see. I don't believe green is a primary color. I believe yellow is. Oh, maybe I wrote it down wrong. It's Excuse okay. Excuse me. Though, um, mantis shrimp, we have three cones. Sure. Mantis shrimp have 12. They can see four times the amount of colors that we can. Now, going back to what we were talking about earlier, shrimp aren't real, ladies and gentlemen. Get it through your thick skulls. Can you imagine that? I can't. 12, no, I mean, literally by definition, we can't. I can't. But 12 cones, the amount of colors Tyler, that they are able to see. I can't see three cone pictures in my mind. You <laughs> think I can see 12 cone pictures in my mind? <laughs> Picture green, you've already lost no, shit. I mean, what the hell? Uh, yeah, and so they can see ultraviolet light. They can see almost the entire spectrum of, or the entire light spectrum. What they are able to see must be unbelievable. Scrimping it. Truly. I love it. And finally, Ryan. That is interesting. We you know, you know that uh, like a banana has like a, I believe one more chromosome, chromosome than we do. Correct. How about that? Correct. Fuck you, shrimp and banana. We will discuss the most deadly animal of all. Do you know what that is, Ryan? Banana. That's right, Ryan. Humans. No, oh, I was going to say mosquito. Yeah. That was going to be my real guess. I could talk about that hippy-dippy liberal global warming, which is cooking our planet's atmosphere from the inside out. I could talk about overpopulation and using up our planet's resources at, at an unsustainable rate. Uh -huh. You want to go ahead and say not real to that? Well, I mean, you just it's sound, a real fear to you. <laughs> you sound like an idiot right now, but also please stop talking about this. I could talk about the billions of tons of plastic in our oceans, but I'm going to stick with the theme and just mention that we are currently going through a mass extinction event called the Holocene extinction. We are annihilating 
animal species wildlife yeah. at an unprecedented rate. I believe it's precedented. Thank you. The yeah. last time we saw something like this, or not saw, the last time something like this happened was, uh, I would assume, when the meteors hit, uh, when the meteor hit the earth. When Noah built that ark, Tyler. Not real. That's probably the last time that something like this happened, but a little bit wetter, Tyler. And that is, oh, you know what? I didn't even give the name of the segment. And that is damn nature. You scary. That is true. Haven't we wiped out like 50% of like the wildlife pop population more, since like 1970? More than 50%. Incredible. And, and, and you know what? We actually started it since the last uh, ice age as we were, you know, we uh, humans are come from Africa. And as we expanded throughout the world. Mesopotamia, as, as it were. As we made that transition to the out uh, farther parts of the world, we killed everything along the way. <laughs> and, and you and again, you and I were just talking and I have real dispersions. I don't know if I'm using that correctly, but I want to sound smart about human beings actually being bad by nature. A, a virus. I worry. I well, by definition, we are a virus because we attach to a host planet. We're the only animal, if I'm not mistaken, that destroys its habitat. Isn't that true? Or maybe they're beavers or something. God only knows. Tyler. I'm going to do my segment. Look at this guy. He still believes beavers are real. And I am going to do something. And I am going to do something that I've done before. Perhaps I will make some imaging for it in the, in the future. Okay. This is called week in review part D. And what it is, is I look something up for week in review. I thought it was interesting enough to turn into a segment. And that's how we ended up here. What I want to talk about. Actually, let's do this the right way. Tyler. Howard Hughes is famous for his eccentric behavior and peeing into bottles. We discuss it all the time. Did we get it wrong like usual? Did we? Oh, hey. Now, Tyler, I got this information and I am not done looking this up because this is something that I reference all the time because it's it's a it's in the pop culture lexicon. And people discuss Howard Hughes all the time, but I don't know anything about him other than Leonardo Di Leonardo DiCaprio played him in The Aviator, mm -hmm. and he kept his fingernails. Mm -hmm. That's what I knew. So, Fascinate.com hit me to the game. You, want, I'm going to give you just a, a smattering of short stories that hopefully you will find to be interesting. I love this man. He's a man after my own heart. I'm not shocked by that at all. Now, he became famous for his airplane company that's why the movie was called aviator with leonardo dicaprio in it okay he, he was he was by every definition a genius that is exactly true yeah. but here's what you didn't know he didn't just run the company he also was a trained pilot and performed test flights wow okay bruce wayne heard of him tyler now in 1946 he crashed a military prototype during a test pilot session and received codeine for his injuries. Mm. And this ain't today's codeine. That's this is 1946 codeine. Unfiltered codeine. I mean, this is just unbelievable, yep. baby. This is the good shit. And uh he developed a dependency that he would take for the rest of his life. Yep. So we're starting there. Okay. We got a, a Hunter S. Thompson S kind of thing going on. Well, I think I and I'm I'm pretty sure that this is fact proven by science that the higher your intelligence, the more susceptible you are to addictive uh traits. 
That could be true. Yeah, to kind of self-medicate and, and, and calm the voices. Slow it that down. That are constantly fighting and arguing in your head over stuff that happened when you were a little kid that it wasn't even your fault, dude. You were there. You were a little kid. Like, you couldn't be expected to step in for it, man. Like, it's... It's unfair. Uh, he became obsessed with Baskin Robbins banana nut ice cream, Tyler. Huh. What's your favorite type of ice cream? Mint chocolate chip. Oh, hell yes, Tyler. Hell yes. Now, when the company discontinued the flavor, <laughs> he ordered them to make an industrial size batch, Tyler. What's an industrial size batch size? 350 gallons, Tyler. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, his staff had to travel to Los Angeles in order to retrieve the order and then reconfigure an entire refrigeration system in order to store said 350 gallons. Hmm. But that staff was in for some bad news, Tyler. Uh-oh. He's lost his interest in banana nut flavor. Oh, no. He's no longer interested in that as passe. That is the flavor of the past. Hmm. He is interested in French vanilla. Ah, simple man. Get on it, staff. Yeah, 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 that's okay. Get on it. But at least they already have the refrigerator for it. And yeah. van vanilla is something you that every, every vanilla will always be available. Go ahead and scrap that refrigerator. Let's start over. Let's mm. just do Yeah, vanilla is kind of the blue jeans of the ice cream world. If, that's if, totally If fair. vanilla is gone, then something has gone awry in the I world. I agree. You're racist. He also hated taxes, Tyler. Now, that doesn't make you different. That right? makes you a human being. But listen to what you can do, much like Walt Disney. If you have hatred of something and you're obsessive compulsive, you could do amazing things. And millions of dollars. Jews, Tyler. <laughs> he hated the Jews. Walt uh, Disney, baby. He lived for long stretches of time at hotels to avoid having an official residence so he couldn't be taxed on it. Pretty badass, right? That's gen and I bet you those hotels he was staying in were immaculate. Hotel Six is if I read it right, Tyler. He had no will and no children, so he left his wealth to a tax-exempt charity. Wow. Of his own creation, Tyler. Of course. I'm in love with this man. What happened to the money? Uh, who freaking knows what happens to money, bro? Money's not real. It's not real. We invented the economy, and now you're you know in terrible stakes because of it. Thanksgiving 1966, Tyler. Thanksgiving. You heard of it? I'm a big fan. The one where I get to eat the way I do every day and not feel bad. Thanksgiving food. Overrated. Um, Yeah, I think the way that people make it out to be so amazing. I, it's good. A little dry. I'm glad that we do it once a year. A little dry. Yeah. Mom, step up your game. Howard Hughes you, rented man. out the top two floors of the Desert Inn Hotel in Las Vegas. Okay. 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 Baller move. Yeah, that's badass. He loved it. He loved it. He was there on Thanksgiving. He decided to stay through... The holidays, okay? okay? Right. Now, you think that the hotel would love that because somebody like that mm. staying in their place. Here's the deal. Not a gambler. Okay. Oh. Not a gambler. So he wasn't spending any money. And that's the way that they want to use those rooms, to reel in the big fish, as it were. Mm -hmm. So they started putting pressure on him to leave. What did he do, Tyler? Uh, burn the building down? He bought the place. <laughs> yes! And stayed there for four years because nobody tells Howard Hughes what he's going to do and what he ain't going to do, that, Tyler. And I understand he did that because of, you know, his, his eccentricities. Because he's a fucking baller. He, that is a badass move. That is, that is the scene. And I know this isn't the way business works, but that's the scene out of The Dark Knight when he gets up and just writes a check and he's like, I'm going to be buying this hotel. No, it's not. No, it's not, Tyler. Why? Because I haven't given you the best part of the story yet. Really? You ready for the craziest part? Please. 
during that exact same time, he bought the Sands Hotel, which is a neighbor of the Desert Inn where he was staying on the top two floors. Okay. Can you guess why? He didn't want people at that hotel? They had a neon sign that really bothered him, and he wanted to remove it from his site. I am starting to really love this man. That is great. This is what I'm talking about when I discuss people going crazy. You hear these stories and you think like, oh man, this guy sounds like he's in some sort of pain where he has to rearrange the world for him to be happy. But aren't we all in a lot of uh, in a lot of pain? He's just doing it in a grand fashion. Well, and that's that's the this whole guy's thing. fucking Zima Blue. dude. He's one of the few people that can alter his reality around him through sheer wealth and brilliance to fit how he feels instead of having to change how he feels to fit what reality and is. And he's telling those people in the Sands Hotel to bleep off. Yeah, yeah. That neon sign is coming down. And that is just the tip of the iceberg of what I'm hoping is a long love affair with Howard Hughes because I have I have referenced him for years and I have just actually fallen in love with him like Cary Grant or Dan Lebitard. Yeah, he sounds he sounds like an awesome person. Howard Hughes, you have just gained yourself a, fran, a, a fan, you crazy bastard. I barely even got into his eccentricities. And that is Weekend Review Part 2. Fantastic, That's Ryan. That's good, right? Fantastic. That was a different type of biography segment. I, I, for me personally, for Tyler Menendez personally, uh-huh. I could listen to other people's psychological stuff all day long. Like well, the things that they do, the, the, the little eccentricities. It's what makes people themselves mm-hmm. and everybody has them. Some people it's more pronounced than others. We don't have to use names, but I mean, I, we don't have to, Oh, we could, it's you, you're weird. Uh, but, but the, the thing is, is I've always felt this way that there's something so romantic about it, that there is this person has fallen in love with the reality in their head more than the reality that is being forced upon them. Perhaps I should save this for moral of the story. Tyler, I got a couple of movie ideas that I need to run by you here before we get out of here. Have you heard about the self-help guru that gets turned into a mouse and helps his roommate fix his love life? Tyler. No, gratitude. Tyler. (laughs) Uh, this one has nothing to do with the Disney movie. What would you tell others if both of your houses burned down in Ireland, Tyler? What? Patrick Mahomes. And finally, Tyler, Disney wants to get involved, but this is hard to believe. Disney has contacted me wanting to get involved with a biopic about Paris Hilton's life, about her, her, her rise to fame, Tyler. Do you know what that one's called? What? Holes, Tyler. <laughs> what's the moral of the story? Cause I'm about to die. Uh, moral of the story is you can't trust people. Apparently. Um, no, I would say that the moral of the story is that the, the, the animals one day will rise up. And if they don't get to us, the technology will, and our days are numbered. Yeah. I mean, that's actually, I know you're doing a thing, but that's actually quite true. Yeah. Um, all right. Now you ask me, Ryan, what's the moral of the story? None of your business. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what I've said all of this show, and I know that it seems like a thing that I'm doing and in some sort of way that it is because I am sort of, um, I'm letting myself taste some sort of what other people would call just a strange thought press, whatever you want to call it. But you do literally get to decide your own reality. The only thing that makes people, uh, let me think of the right way to say this. The only thing that's that that differ that differs between somebody who who thinks that they deserve love from other people and respect and people who don't is the actual belief that they do. And where does that come from? 
yourself. It's I don't I honestly don't know, but it seems to me that it's generated from something inside of us. And I think that to some degree, I don't know how much we get to decide our reality. And I'm really interested in, you know, taking hallucinogens and delving into that. And I'm back. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Me, 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 me. Check. Wow, I'm coming in hot. Somebody was sitting here that was not me who does not care about their ears. Check. I think you just have sensitive ears. Check. Uh, I was in a band for a long time. I just. Little dainty ears. Yeah, I do have little dainty ears. There's no arguing that. Check, Tyler. Check. <clears throat> I heard you. Let me ask you something, okay? Let me ask you some. Let me ask you. Let let me ask you something. Um, You're not allowed to do that last one. Do you think that Rick and Morty owes some of its success to being a sound that we are already accustomed to, a la brick and mortar, brick and Morty? You don't, you don't, you don't see where they, it's, it's, you're, you're familiar with that sound already. Brick and Morty. Brick, brick and mortar is not a sound that I, that I hear constantly. I think people are saying it more now than they have in years because of this stupid internet, which is just a craze. Mark my words, Tyler. All a fad. You um, don't think so? You don't think that, that people are accustomed to the sound of brick and Morty? No, I think that it's uh, as popular as it is because it's so well written. But you don't think there's anything to that because I've already said no like four times. I'm trying to get you. I mean, geez. I'm trying to get you to walk it back. My mine sounds a little tinnier than usual, Tyler. Or maybe it's because my thing is down. Maybe, maybe because here's what I was thinking. I was thinking that maybe we could play. It does sound a little different. Am I crazy? Um, I was thinking that maybe we could play on that, and maybe because you know we've been talking about looking up stuff that we could use for our videos to animate. That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. What if we came up with some sort of like um, weird cartoon antics, uh, the adventures of Kurt and Rod? What do you think about that? Who are Kurt and Rod? Kurt and Rod. Um, they're two zany friends who get into all all sorts of rambunctious hijinks. You don't you don't get the joke, eh? You don't get the joke. Kurt and Rod. Kurt and Rod. Is this, are we setting the tone for, for the plan today? <laughs> is this what your humor is going to be like? You don't know what a curtain rod is? That's a hilarious joke, Tyler. Why is that hilarious? Brick and Morty. This hair. Tyler. Tyler. Grow your hair out. It's a son of a bitch. And changing it blonde. Oh, my so. goodness. You've never heard of a curtain rod? I know what a curtain rod is, but why is that funny? Kurt and Rod. I got it. Why is that funny? <clears throat> why is that funny? God is punishing you immediately. Karma is real. You're a piece of shit. All right. I'm uh, like God, not real. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm like God, not real. All right. And don't forget that when the time comes, and I've said this to you your whole life, you're Hitler. Why am I Hitler? Because that's the, the way the rhyme scheme goes. No. I, I'm, the, I'm the trigger man. I'm schmoopy. No, but if you start with Hitler, nobody's going to understand it. 
Don't tilt your cards to the people, Hitler. I'll be Hitler. Do I look okay? Am I looking good? I mean, you let, I got to look at myself before we go like into Hitler this. Every day. This is what Hitler wanted. No, it's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was Hitler's wet dream. Hitler would not have been a, a Miami Heat fan. We have decided that I am 100% He-Man on crack today. For the listening audience who can't see us, I am He-Man on crack in the 70s shooting porn for said crack. Yeah, absolutely. Uh -huh. yeah, you're not even shooting porn. You're just banging for crack. I'm shooting crack mm -hmm. into my blood, Tyler. In <laughs> it's been a painful but enriching experience. Well, you're doing it right. I don't know much about crack, but I think you're doing it right. All right, hold on. Just looking at myself because of my vanity, my vanity, my vanity. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Do I have do I have a Trump thing going on? Uh, no, it's better than that. Oh, that's better. Look at that. Do you think it's possible that I was meant to be a blonde? No. Do you think it's possible I was meant to be a brunette? Sure. The joke was no there, Tyler. All right. <clears throat> I'm ready when you're ready. I need my magical pen. You ready, Hitler? <laughs> ah, classic. Gets him every time. Every time, this Hitler. Why does he shave his, his mustache like that? Nobody knows. Okay. Let's hide, let's hide the wah-wah. The wah-wah. <clears throat> I am Smoopy. And I'm Hitler. <laughs> Shucks, guys. It's me, Hits. <laughs> Pumping out the greatest hits. Uh, let's get it, girl. Get it, girl. Whenever you're ready. 